You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Yes, welcome back to The People's Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Bunker. Uh, as always, I'm joined this week by Aiden Bunker. Aiden, how are you? What's up? Ooh, a question in reply. Um, what's up? What is up? Um, not too much. Not too much at all. Been a long day at work. Um, but I'm home now. I'm ready to talk some wrestling. How are you? I'm fine. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how are you? You're on the phone this week. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. You're better than fine. I am better than fine. How did we... Uh, how did Having we... watched this week's wrestling, I don't know why I'm that fine. Oh, God. Oh, negative already. Um, how did we feel about the uh, WWE's efforts this week? In a nutshell. Hit and miss. Yeah, I think that would be an accurate way to describe it. Smackdown good, Raw not good. No. There were elements of Smackdown that weren't great though. (laughs) That's true, yes. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on those a bit later. Um, But there were elements of Raw that were alright and elements that were quite good and elements that were pretty, pretty bad. Uh, So let's run down and then let's get into Monday Night Raw. Nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. We're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. We're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. So Raw kicked off this week um, in Richmond, Virginia, I believe, uh, with a Braun Strowman promo, uh, which I thought was a little bit, you know, um, random, but I guess he's in the main event of Money in a Bank, so it's not that random. Um, the crowd lapped it all up. They bloody loved it. Um, Braun's still massively over, which is great. Um, he cuts a pretty simple no-shit promo, um, but Finn Balor comes out to interrupt. They have a little altercation. Braun insults his size. Never do that to a little man. Uh, how's, how, li- <laughs> how little is Finn? He's not even that little, is he? To a normal human, no. <laughs> it's about two oh five, maybe a bit less. But I, I think they think he's one. I think they say he's one ninety or something. One ninety, yeah. Which is weird because he looks a little bit bigger than a lot of cruiserweights. I don't know. Maybe he is quite. When you, small when then. you see like Buddy Murphy, well, who yeah, literally looks like he looks about two hundred and forty. He's pounds. definitely not two oh five. Yeah, don't don't insult a little man about his size because he'll uh, he'll slap you in the face. That's really what happened hard. to you, Matt, at um, MK11. I didn't tell you about this. I didn't even insult you. <laughs> you just slapped me. I'm sure you did. I am sure you did. Um, You're anyway. calling yourself a little man. No, but when I stand next to Matt, who's six foot four, I feel quite small. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but yeah, so Braun and Finn became a match. Kurt Angle said that the intensity was his favourite eye. Um, is that the first time he's, he ever he's revealed, re- his, ever favorite? revealed his favourite eye it's like choosing between his five slash six kids <laughs> um, he doesn't doesn't show much intelligence these days Kurt, does he <laughs> he's had a lot of chair shots to the head <laughs> um, so integrity is all he's got left no not integrity intensity I was um, going to say his integrity went years ago yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he made the match DNA. Yes, he did. Uh, and his integrity went with it. 
<laughs> he made the match. Uh, Finn versus Braun, uh, which kicked off Raw this week. Kevin Owens was on commentary, which is always a delight. Bloody love Kevin Owens on commentary. <laughs> Do you know, there's two people on the roster today who I think could really transition well into commentators um, when they either retire or later on in their careers. Kevin Owens and Xavier Woods. I mean, they're both brilliant at commentary. And The Miz, and actually. The Miz. Yeah, The Miz would be a great one as well. Um, but yeah, so this match was made. This was the main event of Raw this week. Uh, last week, sorry. And kicked off Raw this week. So WWE obviously saw something they liked in the match last week to put it on twice, right? That's very unlike Vince to see something he likes and fucking milk it for all it's worth. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think... Um, I don't know. Just uh, There's four Raw guys in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Three of them were sort of involved in this match and one was involved a little bit later. Are we a little bit... I won't say underwhelming, but do we think the, the Money in the Bank ladder match lacks a little bit of star power? Um, I don't know. There's no Cena. There's no Reigns. There's no Lesnar. But where, if those guys were, do you mean in the in the card? No, the the actual ladder match. If those guys were in it, though, people just complain. It's the same people getting the chances. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm not complaining. I just feel like if you if you think I've got a question. Yeah. Who do we? Who would you like to win it? Not who you think will win. Who would you like to win? I would like the Miz to win, or or Kevin Owens. Sure. I think it's always better on a heel. Yeah, Kevin Owens would probably be mine. Um, originally, it was the Miz, and then Ali said it, so <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, I think like someone like Samoa Joe doesn't necessarily need it. It would work because he's so menacing, but he's supposedly this destructive force anyway that he didn't need it. Yeah. Um, Balor, not Balor, um, <coughs> Braun is mainly there just to get jumped on, I mm. assume. <laughs> um, Balor could do with it pretty badly. Um, and maybe if, if he was to get it, maybe something like... Um, heel turn on a champion or something like that could maybe spice him up a bit but I mean Bobby Roode's not going to win it is he <laughs> I hope not <laughs> uh, who else have we got in it from, from one Smackdown one oh, on the days. New Day can't don't know who it is so can't comment <laughs> um, yeah it'd be biggie, biggie. Miz or Miz or KO really yeah I'll go with KO it would mm. just it would be fun to watch is that all of them from SmackDown? So you got Smojo, Miz, a New Day member, and who? Rusev. 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 I forgot about Rusev. Uh, mainly because he's had zero interaction with other people <laughs> from this Money in the Bank ladder match. I know. So he's had more interaction with the women from the women's Money in the Bank ladder <laughs> match. Yeah. Uh, more on that later. Uh, Matt, how about you? I'm torn between Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. Yeah. It's always it always is better on a hill. Yeah, same. Agreed. It's just a heelish thing to do, really. Do you know what I'd like to see? Customized money in the bank briefcases that they don't do anymore. Yeah, that'd be cool. that could be quite cool, but pointless. I remember RVD <laughs> was the first one to do it, and he had all this shit. Do you know what I don't understand? Why is it a briefcase? Yeah, I don't really. Why don't they just grab some paper? 
here's my paperwork. I'm handing it in. It'd be a lot easier to tear down than unhooking the briefcase. <laughs> my mum asked me last week. She was like, "So how much money do they win?" I said, "It's not money." She's like, "Why is it called money in the bank?" <laughs> Good point. Well made, mother. Um, right, moving back back to Raw. Finn Balor versus Braun. What do we think of the match? I personally enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a shame that it ended the way it did, but I can see why. Um, I think how much you know, how much good would it have done for Finn if he actually picked up a win here? Even if it had been like a dominated all match and then gets a surprise pin sort of win. I Braun think just doesn't lose, does he? With yeah, with the way they they book Braun, they apart book from in a uh, multi man match, multi man match, yeah, and then he doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> He literally won a 50-man match. Though. <laughs> <laughs> don't get he won the multiest of all multi-man matches. <laughs> the greatest of multi-matches. Um, I don't even count that as a pay-per-view. <laughs> we know, we know. I think the way that um, Braun's booked, he's booked the way he should be. He yeah. shouldn't lose. But like, he can lose. He can. Um, but I think uh, the match ending the way it did was better in the long run for both guys yeah. because it's like oh Finn Finn was potentially on the way to winning yeah, he was about to won. slay the giant and now we'll never know whether he could put him away with a coup de grace or not or with potentially two yeah um, and the giant doesn't get his he doesn't get slain mm. so um, I think it was probably the best result um, without that like to enhance both guys going into it yeah um, so I think that the main thing that he's doing around this kind of um, around this kind of time of the year is, is building new newer stars. Like, I mean, for this match in particular, you don't need your Reigns and your Cenas. Yeah, you want to have as many top stars as possible. So this is the match to build one, and this little mini rivalry has gone a long way for both guys. Yeah, good point. Um, They're good chemistry. So Finn wins by DQ after Kevin Owens. Uh, attacks him when he's going for his uh, his second finisher. Um, after the match, Strowman sort of, I guess he launched a ladder at Kevin Owens as he was running up the ramp. Um, How wrong could that have gone? It could have gone really wrong. It's a lot of trust to put in someone, especially when they're. I mean that that aisleway isn't a wide aisleway. Like I mean, it's, I mean it's fairly wide, but it's not a wide area to be throwing a ladder. Right. It looks like he only just got it down there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he literally chucked it about 20 feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, fairly dangerous, but I guess they trust Braun with all this dangerous stuff now, don't they? <laughs> I mean, he's tipped over an ambulance, so... Mm, pulled down a lighting rig, yeah, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about that. Pretty much everything Braun does is dangerous. Um, the, did anybody notice... Um, for talking of things potentially going wrong um, I don't know if it was from you know when Bala got um, thrown well, he, Strowman ran into him on the outside and Bala went flying into, into the crowd, into the yeah. crowd yeah. or into the security and I think they landed on top of a fan oh, right. I'm not sure though um, I don't know if this was related but you know in Kevin Owens backstage bit yeah. where he was trying to run away um, two things the valet guy drops some money and Kevin Owens was like, ooh, money, and then got interrupted before he could pick it up. And I would love just for a couple more seconds for him to be like interrupted mid-money grabbing. Um, but in the background, just before that, uh, no, just after the valet runs off, there's um, a 
uh, EMT crew with somebody on a stretcher mm. going past where the cars were parked. Well, I've just, I've literally just watched it back. He does land. It looks like he lands on the bloke's leg, but then in a frame, literally two seconds later, he's stood up. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know or think it's them or if it was something backstage, but somebody was getting stretched off mid raw. That's random. Yeah. Um, I saw that and I was like, what is that all about? Maybe it was Roman Reigns and that's why he wasn't on this week. <laughs> well, because I, I, at first I was kind of like seeing the Seth Rollins thing later on. I was like, oh, maybe they were just prepping for that. And then I watched it back and it was actually somebody on the stretcher. Yeah, it's a bit random. Maybe they were testing the stretcher out. See if it works. Yeah, it, seemed very, it seemed like there was like <laughs> five, six people around him and strapped into the stretcher. I, thought, yeah. I don't know why they need to test it there. I'll have to go watch that back. While Kevin Owens is on TV. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, no Roman Reigns this week, by the way. What did we make of that? Good for the show? Bad for the show? I think it's fine. I didn't notice until after, um, until a couple of hours after I finished watching Raw that he wasn't on it. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need to be on it. Every he, only, week. he only got mentioned like once as well. Mm. But I think it's fine. You don't you don't need to be on TV every week. I was thinking that about people on SmackDown as well. I mean, if you are trying to build a Roman versus Jinder match, probably wise to have some sort of interaction on there. I mean, Jinder is prime prime opportunity because Jinder was wrestling Seth. For the IC title, Roman's shield buddy, um, and you know there was plenty of interference from Sunil Singh. You know, perfect opportunity for Roman to come in and interject himself in to further that rivalry. Um, but no, it didn't really seem to happen. Though, Roman yeah. could have got Seth disqualified. Seth didn't need to get himself disqualified. We we had two two to three weeks, two or three weeks of build up like between the two, though, like interaction every week, and I think. Um, it's not a main event feud. No. So it doesn't have to be... Oh, like We've still got, what, three weeks of the pay-per-view as well? Two, week, two weeks on Sunday. Two, two weeks on Sunday? Yep. It's the 24th. Yeah, next Sunday. Sunday coming. That's not two weeks. Is two it weeks, weeks? Two weeks before the 24th is the 10th of June. Is it the 24th? I think it's the 24th. Or am I thinking of Miz and Mrs.? <laughs> <laughs> you got your uh, pay-per-view attractions mixed up. 20, 24th is a Sunday, so it's either 24th or the 17th. I think it's the 17th. Maybe it's two weeks or something. Um, I don't know. I'm it was three week, or It was just less than three weeks from Raw on Monday. Right, okay. Yeah, so but we've still got enough time to build something. A week off is fine. Yeah, I guess so. Um, what did we make of the IC title match, by the way? Obviously, we spent a long time talking about the Intercontinental title last week. Um, this probably doesn't go down as one of its most classic matches, but anything with Seth Rollins in it is, you know, gold at the minute. Um, so it was all right, even with Jinder's sort of plodding, ponderous style. Seth Rollins manages to pull a good match out of him. Yeah, it's, so it probably says more about Seth than Jinder, right? It's very much in the kind of Cena mold in that um, he's quite kind of big and like clumsy and, and lumbering but put him against a smaller guy who can go and the matches are pretty good mm. um, and the, one of the things I thought during this match that doesn't really get mentioned a lot is um, I think it's Sunil Singh. it's Sunil yeah um, he's done a really good job on his own since his brother got injured because mm. like obviously the Singh brothers gimmick works a lot better when there's two of them kind yeah. of being a little henchman, not more mini henchmen. <laughs> not really henchmen, are they? <laughs> Sound just like the slaves. Lackeys. Yeah. 
um, but they they benefit him, um, and they could have easily have just gone. Well, one of you is injured, so we're just going to take you away. Yeah, but he's very much done a good job on his own. Yeah, I think he's done all right. I mean, he doesn't really do a lot, but other than get beat up by people. Um, no, but I mean, like he caused a distraction this week. Yeah. He's always like he always does the job. Yeah, you never really see him make any mistakes apart from when him and his. No, his brother was kind of telling him everything to say in that promo one time. Um, do we think that the Singh brothers will ever transition into actual main roster wrestlers? I don't know. Do think I this think is them forever. I think this Jeff, is... Like calling out for them. Well, they were the Bollywood it's boys. Where they right? started, Bollywood brothers yeah. or Bollywood boys? Bollywood boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're very they're too small. Like they're literally too small. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe cruiserweights but potentially future injury. maybe if there's a cruiserweight tag team division that'll be uh, yeah potentially be on there but um, so yeah Seth Rollins gets himself disqualified uh, in this match by using a steel chair to attack Jin the Mahal um, we did mention it you were so it was a little bit weird yes it was a little bit weird um, he so wanted to hit him over the head as well <laughs> everyone wants to hit everyone over the head it's not allowed just do it um, unless it's a briefcase in which case you're allowed to him over the head <laughs> just gimmick the chairs but um, we forgot to mention the um, actually prior to the match Elias came out for a segment for a little concert and he this was probably what, some of his better stuff where he's I mean all of his stuff is great but um, just has the crowd in the palm of his hand every single week hmm. Man, everybody, he's, he's my new favourite he gets great reactions and he's just so like I, I personally don't find him irritating, but I imagine that to an American crowd, live crowd who love where they're from, very patriotic. Um, he could be so so much of a wind up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just have to look at like what he did in the dark match when we went to see it. Yeah. He was like dissing London. Everyone was like, "I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> Do what you want. Yeah. Say what you want. And we'll still be with you. I think to be fair, most of us were from London, so it's kind of like, Wee. maybe. But um, he's just like, yeah, he, on his own almost every week, and he's just entertaining. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of. If you think about it, how sort of daunting that would be. Firstly, you have to play an instrument and sing, try and come up with offensive lyrics in a tune for every town and you're you being go heckled. to for every single town you're being heckled and you have to reply to that heckling off the cuff which I'm assuming a lot of it is and he's he got an actual album coming out <laughs> like, that's a lot of trust they put in Elias yeah, uh, yeah they, they had him do luckily. a lot of stuff like they, they had him play on Bourbon Street yeah they stick him on table for free with Jeff Jarrett <laughs> and Road Dogg for no, no, no connection no real other reason. than the fact that they're musical yeah um, and yeah he just keeps shining Bloody love Elias. Bloody love Elias. Um, anyway, so after the, the Seth Rollins Jinder Hall match, he makes an appearance when Seth Rollins is celebrating and, and absolutely clatters him with a guitar. Straight off the announce table. Have you seen, have you seen <laughs> Coach's reaction? No. It's hilarious. <laughs> what? You his... can obviously see him out the corner of his eye. Yeah. And his facial expression is just genius. He's like mouth wide open. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. Um, it's probably the best thing Coach has ever done, though, by the sounds of it. But yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> it looked pretty brutal. Yeah, I. it was brutal. It took, uh, took you by surprise. 
I just didn't like how it was like, oh my god, and then just went straight to advert. Yeah. Because you'd, you'd think, like, in a real life situation, they'd be like, holy shit, Seth Rollins is hurt, get somebody out here. They wouldn't just disappear to ad break <laughs> like that. to a break. Um, it, well, it's either they would do that, or they would do exactly what they did and be like, oh, quick, let's get this off TV. So, just yeah. in case he's horribly disfigured, but like. <laughs> I, just, I don't know, I just didn't like how it was like, oh no, and then it just faded out to an ad break. <laughs> like, and, you, no, you could, and they never showed you where Seth Rollins landed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but this, um, this very situation always, um, or reminds me, but it always just hammers home to me how much better at this sort of thing JR was than Michael Cole. Yeah. Because like, it generally, like even if you didn't really like Seth Rollins, which we all do, and even if you weren't particularly invested in what just happened, which we all were, um, he would make you feel sympathy. And like, afterwards, when they came back from the break, and it was it was up to Corey Graves and coach to say how like despicable yeah, this exactly. was. And Michael Cole was just like, yeah, this was a really bad thing by Elias, wasn't it, Corey? <laughs> but like, JR would be like... You son of a... Yeah, you, you dirty, <laughs> disgusting son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Have a look on WhatsApp. Yeah. I was just having a look. These are the photos of coach. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> but look at Michael Cole, no reaction. No reaction. Knew it was coming. It's almost as if he actually did. Yes. <laughs> um, right. I like the way he's shielding coach. He's like, shielded behind coach. I, I tweeted earlier while watching SmackDown how I just find Tom Phillips so much less infuriating than Michael Cole. Yes. And Tom Phillips does the exact same job. I don't see anything that Michael Cole does where I'm like, wow, I wish Tom Phillips would do that. Yeah. Um, do you remember when Michael Cole took over? It was just like the shittest time in wrestling. When Michael Cole was a fucking heel, that was the worst. He's but, so, like, obviously he's a heel, he's meant to be annoying, but he's just so annoying anyway. Yeah, almost unwatchable. Yeah. Every time I listen back to clips, like when I see throwback clips on Instagram or something, and I see him hear him on commentary, especially when it came to, like, him uh, hating on Daniel Bryan or loving on The Miz or anything, it's just really bad. Yeah. Um... I was going to say speaking of bad, but I didn't actually hate this. The Nia Jax Ronda Rousey um, segment with Nia putting on an exhibition against um, Michelle Webb was her name. Um, I didn't actually hate it. Um, a lot of people have not liked it. Um, Me being one of them. Why? Why didn't you like it, Matt? I, I don't know. It's maybe because I know hill turns happen. And I know things, but she's just gone from being bullied yeah basically to bullying some jobber yeah in the ring it's just like uh... yeah it's, it's, it's kind of a I don't know is she, is, is she a heel now like has she just gone back to being a heel or is this just a special situation well, whereby she needs to show a different side I was thinking that I um, I was wondering did they intentionally book her to be a heel or act like a heel or did they not even think of that and just thought yeah let's go out and make her do this without thinking that it would come across really it obviously heelish. sounds really heelish and then like the longer and longer it went on like I, I assumed uh, it's, knowing the way the creative spin lady is probably the latter <laughs> yeah probably is and the longer and longer it went on I was thinking surely this is this is intentional yeah but we just seem to be in a time these days of no, like you very rarely get a proper heel slash face turn these days yeah there's no there's hardly ever any moments where you go yeah that was the day yeah like you think when you think about it 
Um, why is AJ Styles a face at the moment? Because he shook hands with Shane McMahon after their match at WrestleMania last year. And that was it. Yeah. Because everyone was like waiting yeah. to like him. And yeah. now you go, oh, no, we don't have a reason to hate him. Yeah, but yeah. there was never like, he saved Shane from getting beaten down by someone or yeah. something like that. Um, and yeah, same with this. Like, Nia was very much pally pally with Ronda two weeks ago. And then Stephanie comes in, and now it's like, oh, girl, I hate people. Uh. <laughs> And, and I wouldn't even, be surprised next week if she was all face. to shut up, didn't she? Exactly, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised next week if she comes out and is a face. Yeah. And says, like, good luck, I hope we have a great match. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really... I don't know, both of them aren't great on the mic, are they? Naya's not terrible. Ronda could do her some work, but that, that's to be expected. I hardly hear Ronda on commentary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought she had a good line about not being able to remember the... Um, Name of the armbar. And she can't she remember, can't the, remember counter. The, the counter for it or the defence or whatever. Um, so I thought that was quite cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't really. Like she got in the ring, Naya sort of went, You cute. And then just left. I would like to see something before the match. Because like, yeah. they keep telling us that she's the baddest woman on the planet, yet Nia Jax is just laughing in her face. Yeah. So I'd like to see something before the match to show why she's the baddest woman on the planet and to have Naya. Get a bit of. Have you seen any of her USC fights? No, actually. <laughs> you not? No. Have you not? I don't Jesus watch UFC. It's, I don't watch that fake stuff. <laughs> she can I've legitimately seen, say she's the baddest woman on the planet. I've seen clips, and the only thing, the only match I have actually watched it was on Twitter because it lasted about a minute. Was when she got knocked out. She got knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she legitimately is a fucking badass. I don't doubt that, but Nia Jax is the Rock's cousin. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Anyway, uh, moving on. So, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt fought uh, the Ascension. So we knew what was going to happen here. Um, they quickly, well, I say quickly. It wasn't quick enough for my liking. That's what she said. Um, why would she say that? I don't know. Anyway, this match was uh, a bit, a bit of a snooze fest, a piss break, if you will. Um, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy won. Um, backstage, we had a thing with Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Um, they asked Kurt, they, they asked Kurt Angle to put him in a, uh, a tag team dark match again, um, and then they probably decided that in order to get, them, they'd have to convince the rest of the tag division that they deserved it. So they were going to throw them a barbecue. And as soon as I heard that, I instantly thought, that's not something I want to watch. Yeah. Because uh, you know yeah. what was going to happen. And it did. It ended in a food fight. Completely pointless segment. No real reason for it. John Boyne Rhino was good. Yeah, I do. About <laughs> yeah. 17 years ago. Back in the day, you would have got up and gored both of them out of the ring instead yeah. of just getting choke slammed by both dadders and go that Through a table, yeah. Um, so, probably the less said about that, the better. Um, I, I quite like, like the B team, though. I felt like um, during the food fight, some guys weren't sure whether it was a food fight or a or fist, an actual fist fight. Because there was like in the corner, Fandango was punching one of the Ascension, mm. whereas um, a couple of others were just throwing food around. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Well, I don't want like, to get in a food I fight if Fandango's like what around. Michael Cole said. Oh, he didn't slip. 
yeah, that was weird. And they were like, keep your eye on Titus, keep your eye on Titus. And then nothing happened. And he was like, oh, yeah, nothing happened. I just wanted you to watch him. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you dick? <laughs> oh, God. We're this is why I hate Michael Cole, because he gets, like, proper... Um, he just seems really, like, arrogant. Mm. Um no, more, no more so than when Matt Hardy's wrestling. Yeah, I hate that. That's that's part like similar to watching these old clips when he yeah. was a heel. He just I was like, oh, there's this one year old kid trolling me on Twitter and this weird Benjamin guy and this King Maxwell and I was like, Argh. King Maxwell, he keeps calling him. Uh, I like Corey when he tries to combat it though, but it's like, why? Why do you have to? Like Michael Cole should be bought into this character by now. Yeah, there's no like they has a keep face. Getting, keep getting things the wrong way round. Like yeah. he like, he gets too excited for the heel Elias, yeah. whereas the heel commentator doesn't. Yeah, and the heel commentator goes over the top for the babyface Matt Hardy. Yeah, but the neutral commentator doesn't. Yeah. Like doesn't. he he should just display no personality because when he displays his personality, it's he's annoying. a prick. <laughs> I nearly, I nearly called him a mojo. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's what we could just call people now. He's a mojo. <laughs> He's a class a, a mojo. Um, right. I, yeah, B team are funny. B team are funny. <laughs> I quite like their character. Potato chips. <laughs> potato chips or good. potato salad. Uh, Bodogs. <laughs> yeah. I like the way they were like, yeah, these are breakfast. No, they're just sausages, mate. <laughs> what do you think, huh? Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's so simple what can get over these days. Did you, do you remember, did you notice though when um, Curtis Axel completely blanked on who Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt were? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just Bray's brother. Um, <laughs> anyway, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt won by a pinfall against the Ascension. In case you were wondering, I don't think anybody was. Who recovered uh, quickly enough to be at <laughs> their barbecue? Yeah. That's what they were really concerned about for the night. Um, a match that was made earlier in the night, then, as, as Kevin Owens tried to escape because he was having furniture thrown at him by Braun Strowman, um, was uh, Kevin Owens versus Bobby Roode, who's also in the Money on the Bank ladder match. And as we've discovered, none of us think he's going to win. Um, <laughs> don't really understand why he qualified for this match, but whatever. Um, to be fair, he could do with it with a hilter. Yeah, I mean, you could do with something. Let's face it. Maybe going back to NXT. Maybe. I don't, know. I don't want to shit on him too much, but just have you seen change that? his gimmick up a little bit or be a hill, you know? It's not too hard. Have you seen that um, Tyler Tyler Breeze, um, Ty Dillinger, and The Revival all appeared on NXT house shows in the last week or two? I knew the revival did. Uh, one of them put out a tweet just saying how like everybody calm down. Like I, I love my job. I can feed my kids. I get paid to travel all over the world. Like I'm not being mistreated. <laughs> yeah, it was them, Tyler Breeze, and I don't know if Fantango was over them, and then yeah, the Tyler, Ty Dillinger. They all made surprise appearances. Bit disappointed for the live crowd, I imagine. <laughs> I, don't know, I would imagine they got a pretty good reaction. <laughs> Back in NXT, they're all good. Oh, yeah, Tyler Breeze was great in NXT. As was Ty Dillinger in the Revival. Never really saw much of Ty Dillinger in NXT. He was very over. Was he? Yeah. Just because of the whole thing. Yeah, basically. Why? It's a very simple gimmick, but it, simple works in NXT. Speaking, let's uh, go off slightly off course for a minute. Speaking of people who were extremely over in NXT and what they're now doing, Enzo Amore. <laughs> we need to talk about we'll this. Go back to Bobby Roode for <laughs> <laughs> um, Enzo who we spoke about in the last few weeks has been cleared of all charges on his um, 
alleged sexual assault case or whatever um and in response to it has put out a, a song a rap song um entitled phoenix i think it is which uh-huh. is also a play on rising from the dead and also where this alleged sexual assault happened in arizona um hashtag Oh, did you not? No, I oh. just assumed it was him rising again. No, oh. hashtag consensual penis. Huh? Interesting choice of lyric. Oh. Yeah, I I couldn't understand hardly any of the words he was saying. <laughs> so he's not a very good rapper, is he? Do you remember when John Cena called Baron Corbin a flaming dumpster fire? <laughs> of course, the dumpster fire is flaming. But it was this. This is what <laughs> a hot mess. This is what this song was. I mean. A couple of weeks ago, uh, I was driving to the gym and Enzo's old theme music came on in my car. And when I got to the gym, I very nearly tweeted, because it, it kind of gave me a flashback a bit. And I nearly tweeted that does anyone else kind of miss Enzo mm. in WWE? Mainly because he is one of very few people who make the product feel current and relevant. Mm. Um because no one else is really allowed to show current day personality traits. Yeah. Uh, but he'd come out, he'd dress, although he'd dress really... Terribly. Yeah. Um, he would dress the way that is apparently popular today. <laughs> and he'd come out and make current day references. And, yeah, that we wouldn't understand because yeah. we're not American or young and hip. Like, I think there there is a place for him on the roster. But then, yeah, I saw this and was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm glad that he's not yeah. part of it anymore. Well... Partly because a lot of this, I couldn't, as you say, really make out a lot of the lyrics because he's got I mean, a strange way of rapping, which is essentially being sounding like you've got a really sore throat all the time. Um, but he, he's kind of just shat all over wrestling fans with uh, that first part, making yeah. them call like losers and making I mean, them if seem he, like they're, yeah, to if live he with their mum. If he wasn't guilty of rape before, he definitely is now for my ears. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it wasn't. It was just rap music ain't my thing. This I, don't music. Even, I don't even consider that rap. I feel like rap is crap. <laughs> who was it who had that campaign? Uh, Kurt Hennig. Kurt and Hennig. The, that, was that was a group. That was a group of them in WCW. Terrible, terrible gimmicks. But uh, yeah, rap is crap. Um, well, your friend. Yeah, Skillet got tweeted the Enzo Amore video. And all his words were, were oh dear. Yeah. And he's a rapper. And Skillet's an actual rapper. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. He's rapping on, well, I don't even know if you would call it rapping, but his his lyricism on uh, his theme music was way better. Than yeah, his, way music than was, his theme music was way better than this. Um, and the video is shit as well. It's yeah. Weird. It's just, it's uh, quite... Uh, um, uh, should we get off of this? Because... Fair enough. It really doesn't. It really doesn't deserve us talking about it. <laughs> Something else that barely deserves it was Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley's segment this week as well. This, this I'm so sorry for Sami. I feel Zane. I've felt, I've never felt more sorry for Sami Zayn than I do right now, and he's a heel. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was better off when he was a face who was just not being. Used. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure it was. At least we get to see him. He's not wrestling right now, is he? Maybe he's still suffering from that vertigo. 
Um, I mean, like, he still makes things relatively entertaining, like as best he can. It's just what he gets given is so bad and lazy. I mean, he is entertaining. He was entertaining when he just came out for a segment on his own in London, um, and he was ent- he was fairly entertaining last week, even though the segment was absolute dog shite. Uh, and I'm glad we didn't spend a week, uh, spend a few hours going through it last week because it was absolutely terrible. Um, and he was entertaining on his own here. It's just when Bobby Lashley gets involved, all the energy just gets sucked yeah, out of the room. Everything just goes right down like the shitter. You, you hear when his music hits, and there's not like, yeah, yeah. Bobby Lashley's here. It's just like a, yeah, oh, Bobby Lashley's here. Every time I hear it, fucking music, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. It just all seems so forced yeah and then he's it, he's, he's a fun loving guy like yeah, he doesn't have he's, to he's be like a, a massive apollo cruise <laughs> just smiling all the time he's all yeah Sammy, it's so great anyway. to see you and then he does that smile and then goes like oh i've not got to be serious now yeah serious yeah. face his his smile as well it looks like he, he doesn't know how to smile like he's never smiled before <laughs> so just don't make him do it yeah every so every time he turns to the camera it's just like as if there's someone with a gun behind him saying, smile, or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> um, I apologise for everything I'm going to do to you at Money in the Bank. And he says it in such a non-threatening way. Like, it sounds like a genuine apology. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm probably going to punch you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just like, you're, you're, fucking, you're like six foot three and fucking jacked. <laughs> <laughs> jacked, man. So like, just... Don't speak much. Slam him on the floor. Do your finger pose. Fuck off. <laughs> I want to like clip that up <laughs> um, because yeah, that's pretty much is how I think a lot of people feel about Bobby Lashley's return. They just haven't made him feel important at all. And having him like a, a lot of stuff happens on the night after Mania, so and there's always a big lull between Mania and kind of SummerSlam time. Yeah. So there's no reason why they couldn't have brought him in, say, after Money in the Bank and set him up for a big match at SummerSlam and then move him on. But it's like, he just doesn't seem like, there's no reason why I should care why he's back. Yeah. And as there's a been result, more talk about his sisters. As a result, I don't care. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really care about Bobby Lashley. I care about Sami Zayn, though. And well, so... His top says, back to dominate. Yeah, dominate who? I mean, like I never yeah. cared about him in the first place. But I was willing to give him a chance because he seemed like he'd gotten better in TNA. Yeah. But it just turned out that he, it's just because he was surrounded by shit. <laughs> yeah, there's people worse than him. Yeah, um, but they had his gimmick right. He just came in and kicked ass. Yeah, they played on his MMA. Legit, like legit MMA background. You what? Sorry, Matt. Didn't he used to have someone to speak for him in TNA? Half like some sometimes. Other times he was just on his own though, and he still managed to do all right. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of just like he's he's just become the the Bobby Lashley that left WWE. It's like he's come full circle. It's so he left WWE, a boring, stale character. Went to TNA, sort of reinvented himself a little bit, and he's just come back as the same character that he left WWE. Yeah, it's just very so stale. I've just noticed as well. He's wearing tracksuit bottoms. With his boots tucked in. His boots over the top of them. Yeah, it looked ridiculous. <laughs> what a fucking. And not nut. like military boots or anything, actual wrestling boots. Yeah, he, wrestling the, boots. he did go for the cheap pop, though, for the yeah. Memorial Day thing and about how, if any of you got some family members into services, 
blah 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 we get it you're american you love the military that's low-hanging fruit yes i mean he was in the military but... yeah i know but still um drew mcintyre chad gable this was a match i didn't expect to see but then i guess it made sense after last week's match with dolph ziggler it was all right um drew picks up the win by a pin and the claymore is a really impressive looking finisher for someone drew mcintyre's size looks like it would hurt yeah, and especially when you can get a guy who sells it like Gable. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you can get someone who proper snaps back at it and flies around like a deflated balloon. Yeah, the Chad Gable is great at this underdog, high-selling role. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish maybe he wasn't being jobbed out so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I put out on Twitter that um, I would like to... Maybe just as a as a one off open challenge answer, see him against Rollins. Yeah, that'd be good. But I also wouldn't be that against the possibility of just the American Alpha reunion. Yeah, people are saying how I'd be actually quite happy about that. Um, yeah, you know my views on fucking Jason Jordan, <laughs> uh, but especially with the way uh, the state of Raw's tag team division. Um, uh, what do you mean? The barbecue segment was great. <laughs> He's... This is another instance of these guys who were great in NXT, but on the main roster, even though they got the titles, they were never they never got to yeah, show it. Yeah, they never clicked. Um, so yeah, I would would not be against the possibility of them teaming at all, even if it just leads to like four or five months of it and then a JJ heel turn or something. Like, yeah, it's fine with me. Fair enough. Um, so. The big main event for Raw this week was a seven woman. I think it was seven. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven woman. Seven. Six and a half because Bailey's face is cut off. <laughs> uh, seven woman gauntlet match for the right to enter the Money in the Bank ladder match for the Raw side. Um, Bailey starts off with a promo. Didn't see that come in. Why did they start this match with a promo when the whole the whole segment, the match itself, only got less than twenty minutes? I don't know why they started... There were seven people in this match. I don't know why they started this match with a promo when um, literally everybody else other than Bailey got a promo leading up to it. So why yeah. didn't Bailey just get one, get one earlier yeah. in the night? Yeah, that's true. Um, the fact they'd forgotten and gone, oh shit, we've got to get Bailey oh, one. Oh yeah, Who, what, what about Come Bailey? Come out to the ring, we'll do a... Yeah, we'll do a quick Q&A session. Um, Dana Brooke doing her best Scott Steiner impression, <laughs> trying to crunch the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind Dana Brooke's gimmick, you know. It's just like there's no logic. There's no logic it. or any sort of substance. And it, it. yeah, there's no like, wow, she's actually benefited Tyson yeah. worldwide with these statistics because Corey Graves just makes up those statistics. Yeah, Ty- like Tyson worldwide have never lost in an arena where the third letter is B. Like. <laughs> they probably never won one there. Um, but anyway, this was a seven-woman gauntlet match, which was given a sub well, a grand total of about twenty minutes maximum yeah. at the end of a Raw. They gave what? it more fucking time promoting it than they did fucking in the match. Yeah, and in hindsight, it's probably a wise idea because it wasn't very good. No shit. Yeah, I mean, my, Bailey beat Liv Morgan in what four seconds. My um, thought about this was that back in only three months ago, the men got almost two hours for yeah, a quarter exactly. match. Then yeah. there's no way I want to see this match go that long. No, but. To have a gauntlet match of seven people going two hours to having another one of the same amount of people going 20 minutes mm-hmm. it's a bit 
Like, it was like, oh, this is. They kept building up as one of the most exciting matches in all of WWE. Yeah, yeah that, honestly, wasn't. it was terrible. <laughs> Um, Bailey beat Liv Morgan in about four seconds. She then promptly beat Sarah Logan. I didn't like the fact that all the Sarah Morgan as Michael Cole called her. came down one after the other. Yeah, I just didn't like it. Didn't like it. Ruby Wyatt, Riot, <laughs> Wyatt, um, beat Bailey. Disappointing. I kind of hoped Bailey Sasha would further in some way. Um, I'm just really disappointed in this whole thing. Really, I was disappointed. Sasha won. I was disappointed that Bailey got eliminated. I'm kind of surprised that um, Ruby Riot isn't Did, in it. Yeah, didn't win. Well, I yeah, thought, I was a little bit shocked. I thought she'd win the gauntlet before before it happened. Um, and then, yeah, Sasha Banks happened, uh, which <laughs> I'm not against. So it just seems a bit like, oh, again. Exactly. That's what it feels a little bit like for me. You know, If she's going to win, that would be massively disappointing because I just... I Sasha has these opportunities, and yeah, she's great. She does well with them, but like, give give it. Ruby Riot could really have done with this briefcase. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. That that was why I thought why she should be in it is that she should win it. Yeah, because then um, not only does she have the briefcase, but she's also got the backup of a gang. Yeah, um, albeit second rate absolution. <laughs> I don't know. Are they second rate now? Well, the fact that Absolution doesn't exist means that no, they're not. Well, it but does really, doesn't at it? At the time, Absolution were always, to me, better than the Riot Squad. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I'm, I'm quite warm into the, the Riot Squad. Um, Sarah warming. Logan's actually impressing me a bit more because... Her in-ring stuff she's uh, Also, she doesn't stumble over her words as much. Because <laughs> <laughs> they make her speak a bit slower. Yeah. Um, Ruby, yeah, Ruby, Ruby Riot is good. Ruby Riot is good. Liv Morgan's good at speaking and looking all kooky and crazy and mm. looking all Harley Quinn like. Um but I just I'm still not buying it. Like they just lose all the time. Yeah. So there's no reason for me to take them as a serious threat. I guess so. Um There's no need for a riot. Well I mean they were ripping stuff up and chucking this, people's this clothes is, around in that, there. That's what they should have been yeah. doing since the start, like during that promo. They just seemed a bit unhinged and they were just back there tearing up supposedly everyone else's stuff. Yeah. Um, and if like that's what you would do in a riotous situation, yeah, I would yeah. imagine. I've never been in one. <laughs> have you not? I actually have. Really? Well, more football hooliganism, but yeah. it was sort of a riot. <laughs> Did you just swear at a footballer? No, I was actually involved in a proper thing. I got pepper scuffle. Ah. Well, that's hooliganism past comes out to, you should join the to be shown. Squad. You could be the leader. Well, Vince, I'm here. Sign me up. <laughs> you just you'd be you'd be uh, booked as the hooligan, uh, and you'd be. That would, if you, if this was mid nineties, that would be your. Name. That would be your name, yeah. So you would be the hooligan who walked around with cans of special brew or something, um, with a Stone Island hoodie on. Um, <laughs> carrying some sort of flair, and um, yeah, and then you would um, get jobbed out to someone from like better. Battle Creek or something. <laughs> battle Creek. Just got the word battle in it. I like it. Um, but yeah, that was Monday Night Raw. Sasha Banks picks up the win. She's in the money, money in the bank ladder match for the women. Hopefully, she doesn't win. I don't hate her, but I just don't want her to win. 
Um, who and do we if, think is going to win? Who do we think is going to win this one? So I'll put that question to you guys, Matt. Becky Lynch. I just put it to you. You can't put it. Yeah, I mean, I need some time to think. Aiden, how about you? It won't be Becky Lynch. We all know that. As much as I would like it to be. No. Um, I don't. Well, don't don't squash a mutton. I just said who I'd like it to be. No need to shit all over mutton. <laughs> to be fair, the question was who do we think? Who do we think? Um, it de- it depends on the on the men's winner because you can't imagine they're going to have both winners on one brand. Well. They had the whole thing on one brand last time. Yeah, and I think they've gone, oh, that was a bit of shit, let's split it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is tough. Who else Who else have we got in it? Naomi's won the Battle Charlotte. Royal and has done fuck all since. Charlotte. I don't think Charlotte's going to win it. Natalia. <laughs> Natalia's not winning it. Um, um, Natalia. Cashing on Ronda. <laughs> um, we did have this idea, didn't we, last week? Yeah. Um, who's the other Smackdown lady? Lana. Lana. Lana ain't winning. There will be a moment where everyone's down. Lana goes up to the ladder, goes to grab the briefcase, looks like she's going to win, and the crowd are going to go crazy for it because it's such a shock, but she won't. Yeah. And then all of them will rise at the same time, and they'll all pick the ladder up with her on it and chuck her to the outside through two ladders. That's not. (laughs) We're Aiden English, we're there to catch her. Um. Who have we got from Raw? Sasha Banks. Sasha and Natalia. Natalia. Ember. Ember Moon. Oh, yeah. Ember Moon's going to win. And who's the final one? Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Oh, Alexa Bliss is going to win. Uh, Either Bliss or Ember Moon, I think. It'll be it'll be Alexa Bliss. I'll go with Moon. Stop <laughs> saying her first name. <laughs> we, need, we need that Bliss alarm we spoke about in, in uh, invoking one time. Anyway, Matt, you going with Becky Lynch? Yeah, I just she's just been jobbed out for about three years. So I think she needs it. Yes, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, right. I think that sums up Raw, unless you've got anything else you guys want to add to it. Yeah, for shit. Their comment? <laughs> I think it was probably a little bit harsh of um, Kurt Angle to say that Kevin Owens doesn't care about Memorial Day because he's Canadian. Yeah. A little bit harsh, I think. Well, I mean, I don't know if that is the case. I don't care about Memorial Day. I don't. That's not a thing here. We're not <laughs> exactly. directly connected to America. Yeah. No. Yeah, maybe it's just a little bit out of order, mate. Maybe oh, well, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle is a real American hero, so no yeah, one cares about Memorial Day as much as he does. He would know. Uh, uh, maybe Bobby Lashley though. Maybe Bobby Lashley. Uh, well, I'm surprised they didn't wheel out John Cena just for this episode. You <laughs> yeah. see that kind of episode where he'd come out and make a ten-minute patriotism promo. Yeah. Well, he's been too busy with uh, Nikki Bella, hasn't he? Potentially, yeah. I'm confused as to Who knows? <laughs> Spotted at the weekend together. I'm confused, right? Because I thought they'd only broken up recently in the mm. last like month or two. But the advert in the advert I haven't watched any of the series yet, but in the advert for the latest episode of Total Bellas, it's like Nikki Bella is uh, back with her friends but has a secret and she's like, I wanna tell them that I'm not with John, but I can and it's like, wait, what? This happened during what? <laughs> Well, I thought it was like an end of series thing. No, I guess it's a. 
I can't wait to find out. I guess the series is still being filmed, or is it? It's got to be all done by now. Mm, don't know. They wouldn't be airing it, surely, if it's still being filmed. You've got to edit it all and stuff, haven't you? Yeah, but you can do that as you go along. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, maybe. Um, right, no, it's not, because they're just... Because I watched the first one, and then next week they're previewing... Um, thingy talking about coming back. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, which wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get to SmackDown Live. That's our gossip segment. <laughs> we don't have much gossip this week. Um, SmackDown Live then. SmackDown Live came from North Carolina. Charlotte? Somewhere else? Not really sure. Carolina. I don't think it was Charlotte, otherwise you would imagine they would have had Charlotte out there. Yeah, well, she had a little backstage thing with uh, Matt's favourite for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Rally? That's another one, isn't it? Just on that segment, when Paige walked by in the background, did anyone else think that was accidental? (laughs) When Paige walked by in the background? Yeah, of the Charlotte Becky segment. I didn't notice. She, She was just sort of lurking around in the background, she sort of walked past. She's like walking with her face towards the camera. So I was like, surely they've told her not to be there. And then she made her. Then she came into shot and spoke to them after. So I just thought it was a bit weird, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, SmackDown kicked off with Samoa Joe hijacking the show. Pulled a ladder out, climbed it up, took a briefca- uh, briefcase. Climbed it up. <laughs> climbed it up. Uh, set it up. I would have loved it. for him just to take the briefcase and then just walk back. <laughs> yeah, just fuck. Like, oh, well, I've won it. <laughs> You've had these briefcases here for four weeks. I just won, mate. Imagine if like, you accidentally picked up the women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've got um, the wrong one. No, this is the one I want. Which, for some reason, has to be the smaller briefcase. But uh, Joe's, Joe's promo, man. He's just so good at this. I know we say it all the time. Jomo. He deserves Jomo, to be yeah. champion. I don't know. Not, yeah, maybe he does. I don't know. I don't sure if he's done enough for me to be crowned champion yet. He would. He would make it seem legit. Yeah, um, I think he seems better as a threat to the championship than other than, than being the champion. Yeah, I, I. I don't think he's gonna win the briefcase, but I would like to see in the summer, maybe a SummerSlam match, him versus Styles for the title, assuming mm. that Styles would beat Nakamura. Mm. Um. Yeah, that'd be quite a cool feud. Yeah, I think it would be. Um, so, yeah, Joe kicked it off. Daniel Bryan comes out after Joe Matt has the temerity to mention his uh, wife and daughter, which really riles Daniel Bryan up these days, apparently. Um, Bryan comes out and says he's going to break Joe's legs, <laughs> if he says it again. Just the one. Just the one gave Joe's leg, if he does it again. But he's interrupted by... Big Cass, who comes out in a big suit with a big crutch. Um, Did anyone big notice... Big, boring Cass. ...that this week he obviously was faking it, but he had the crutch on the wrong side. No, I didn't. I didn't notice. I didn't notice. I didn't notice either. It's his, uh, it's his left knee that is injured, mm. which they kept pointing out. Mm. And he had it last week as he was walking backstage. He had... Crutch on his left side. Mm. Came out this week on his right. Wow. It's just lazy. <laughs> so obviously he wasn't really hurt. 
Um, yeah, but Bicasso displayed John Cena-like superhuman recovery powers, who was not clear to compete last week and had a serious knee injury, but all of a sudden is absolutely fine. Um, clocks. Samoa Joe. So, when, so why are you allowed to hit someone over the head with a briefcase, but not a chair? Don't know, mate. No, I don't think he did. I think it was shoulders. The same way that they still do, like chair um, um, stair shots to, to shoulder. the shoulder. It looked like it was a headshot. Yeah, it he actually cracked some Ojo in the ribs with the with the crutch. crutch. Yeah. You see that welt later on in the yeah, match. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, he did seem to catch him. Um, so it I turns out Daniel Bryan ducking just legitimately caught some Ojo <laughs> by surprise. It turns out that uh, Big Cass is actually cleared to compete. He cracks Samoa Joe with a crutch um, and then Daniel Bryan sort of attacks and um, he eventually lays out Daniel Bryan as well with the briefcase I so, couldn't imagine wrestling in a suit or just getting physical in a suit no me neither I can't imagine doing much in a suit to be fair I can barely stand barely going to work in a suit raise my arm forwards yeah maybe, maybe yeah, I've never worn a suit apart from my wedding <laughs> eh I've never worn a suit apart from my wedding I've uh, won a couple. Well, this is... I've uh, never wrestled in one. <laughs> I've never, ever wrestled. Full stop. Um, we wrestled. <laughs> we haven't wrestled. As kids. <laughs> sounds a bit gay. Um, anyway. What was that? You said anyway. <laughs> no, no, what did you say? So, yeah, we got tired of Andrew and Nakamura. <laughs> yeah, so if, you, if you're not big enough to say it twice, <laughs> don't say it the first time. Anyway, yeah, Ty Dillinger versus Shinsuke Nakamura. So Shinsuke was practicing his count in English in uh, backstage. That was good. So just he's learning more of the English language every week. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Um, wow. Ty Dillinger still stuck only on counting rather than anything else. So well, He doesn't you know, even count. Doesn't even, yeah, he doesn't even count he anymore. Just repeats. <laughs> Um, didn't really see on Twitter how this match came about but apparently it started on Twitter I don't yeah. know how does anybody know how it was Shinsuke was sending a message to AJ subliminally how high can you count or can, can will you rise before you? the 10 um, and then Tyler Dillinger was like did somebody say 10 <laughs> oh my god yeah. <laughs> it was like um, the it's always sorry the, friend but it's, the it's always one the ones who talk shit. Poo emoji. Uh, who? Always the most afraid. Mm. Was that to or from Shinsuke? To Shinsuke. Oh, so Ty didn't just said that. Yeah. Yeah. Very baby fish, baby face thing to say. Did someone say ten? Fuck off. <laughs> um, have, are you glad that he's cut his hair? Yes, massively. I hated his hair. Um, now he looks very average. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looks like an old guy. Um, He's that guy on your WhatsApp group. You just like fuck off, mate. Stop talking. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, that's you, isn't it? <laughs> Did someone say Ted? <laughs> oh, I missed that one. Um, <laughs> I quite like this match. It's like, although this is what the first time Ty Ginger's had any real substance on TV for, for a long old time, yeah. six months. Yeah, um, and he's still. Seemed pretty popular with the crowd. I don't get it. Um, just don't get Ty Dillinger's popularity. I think it's just because it's easy. You just go 10, 10, 10, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I like this guy. I can say 10. Um, but yeah, but yeah. no one likes you. Oh, thanks, man. 
Um, no, it was all. I just I, I thought it was fine. Did what he needed to do. Shinsuke. Shinsuke looks good as Shinsuke's a hero. Shinsuke's counting during the match was a good addition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Shinsuke looks good as a heel, and he has done ever since the heel turn. There's a heel turn for you. One actually yeah. happened with a legitimate time and place. Um, so yeah, Shinsuke wins. Not much more needed to say about that. Building up to the match, all right with um, with AJ. Last man standing. How do we feel about that? By the way, it just it's fine, but it confuses me in that this is meant to be like the be all end all match to end this blood feud, but. Um, this is one of many matches where both men could get counted out still. <laughs> yeah. I'm not terrified of making a prediction for this match because I know it would just be wrong. <laughs> so I can't imagine they're going to do another non-finish. That would just be ridiculous. To but... be fair, I think our predictions aren't going to be this that great for money in the bank. No, too many options. Especially with the men's one if they still haven't announced New Day yet. Yeah, we're not going to even bloody know. Um, although I think it's safe to say that the New no, Day no, member will be, won't be winning the match. Um, no. Although, that would be quite cool. That would be pretty cool. Just to have New Day like celebrate. Right, they so could much. do Freebird Rule with the briefcase. <laughs> yeah, they could do. Um, did dance off then? Let's get into this. Naomi versus Lana in a dance off oh. on SmackDown in 2018. Um, <laughs> I wish you'd have just let me go. <laughs> um, I mean they're alright dancers Naomi's a really good dancer you criticised Lana's dancing last week Matt I thought she was alright yeah it depends what you mean about dancing it's not really dancing is it well I think it's the epitome of dancing isn't it dancing is whatever you determine it now is it I don't know um, yeah. so strictly the crowd seemed to enjoy it and you know as much as it was evident some shenanigans were going to go down Lana turn turning on Naomi if you want to call it that um, it was alright sets up a six person intergender tag team match next week doesn't it so did its job yeah the, the main one of the main things I liked about this because I didn't actually hate it um, was that we just get a uh, logical interaction between people you know have relationships in real life yeah like there's no real reason to keep um jimmy and naomi apart or lana and rusev apart um so yeah just have them as as like as a team why not yeah seems to make sense to me um moving on then to something where she did like well i'm assuming we all liked because i bloody liked it new day versus the miz in the bar in a six-person, in a six-man tag, um, match of the night for me. Although the triple threat was good, um, but this match just exhibited the best of all six men. I thought the Miz was great in this. Biggie obviously picked up the win, so it's good for his momentum. Um, Kofi Kingston looked great. Sheamus and Cesaro are like have seamlessly slotted into like this SmackDown Live roster. I think it's quite good. Uh, and all six of these guys are like the workhorses of SmackDown, aren't they? If you think about it. Yeah. Every week, they're in action. And they never have a bad match. Never, ever had a match. Any combination of these six people could have a match with each other, and it would be a good match. Yeah. Do you know what I did enjoy? The promo before it. 
with the uh, with, with the Miz. Miz and the pancakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't. It, it took me a little really, uh, little time to realise he actually had his thing over his eyes as well when he was doing it. Yeah, and he also managed to swat away yeah, that. And he caught the last one. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just. I thought it was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it, it's this match showed that you don't need long to have a good fun match. Yeah. Um, and it's part of the good thing about having six guys in a match is that um, four people can sell while two people go and do some work. Yeah. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just good. The last three or four minutes, just really good stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. Kofi Kingston flying all over the place. Xavier Woods going on a rampage. I still don't understand... Um, Corey Graves thing he always says about being born in a barrel of knives and or raised in a in a forest fire. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't Why is he it. not dead? It's a reference to something else, but I'm not really sure. Probably a video game reference, I'd imagine. <laughs> not really sure. Um yeah, I like this match. I if somebody this can explain it to us, tweet us on Twitter at the PWP. The underscore PWP. Oh, we got it wrong. Um Sorry, maybe you guys can fucking use it for once. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you the reason no I don't <laughs> anyway before Aiden's knickers getting any more of a twist speaking of knickers Mandy Rose um, <laughs> 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 I should have said Asuka because sometimes Asuka wears knickers on the outside didn't she um, she fought Asuka and lost That's I actually thought she did quite well in this match sir. yeah I was saying to Ali before we came on that I actually I really don't think um, Maddie Rose is as bad as people thought she was going to be. I think she's actually pretty good, oh, considering pretty good. how like how she hasn't been in it that long. Yeah, I don't mind her. I think she's doing all right. A lot better than, uh, as you say, a lot of people thought. And she was in. She was on the main roster very briefly before, wasn't she? No, she never made it. She appearance. never made it. She, she was, was just, just on, on Total, Total Divas. Divas. Yeah. Um, but she she has a, a good knee to face. <laughs> I, that's, I like that bit about. One of many things I like. <laughs> well, let's, let's face it. She's got a great look. She's, she, she can she's, talk quite well. She can talk quite well. She's, she's athletic decent. and strong. She's decent in the ring. She's not, yeah, she's built strong. She, yeah, she's not like um, just Isn't she only like 25 as well? I don't know. I don't know how old she is. She's not just like a playboy model. Mm. Um, like... With, with Lana, you have you always have that bit of like, oh, could she really beat someone up? But you yeah. look at Mandy and you go, oh, shit, she's pretty solid. Yeah, she could. Uh, I, I quite, I quite like Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I much prefer them on SmackDown than I did on Raw. I see no reason like they they can shine without Paige. Mm. They can talk for themselves. And I like the little simmering tension that they have with Paige still. I think it's I, quite I still don't necessarily understand it. No, me neither. I don't <laughs> um, get there. why there's any reason for that. But. And I, I. I don't see any reason for them to be broken up anytime soon. Yeah. They're just—it's just another one of those scenarios where ah, they're friends. Yeah. They can team if they want to. They yeah. can go singles if they want. I to. I do feel like maybe Sonya Deville might struggle if she was out there on her own. Like she doesn't really have any defining characteristics that would make her stand out. Um, she can put her hair up and she can square up. Other than her entrance is really flashy. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with. Um, she didn't really do much to to help out. No, she she could have done she a little bit more. She knocked her down once, and then Asuka for some reason was down for about a minute. Mm-hmm. She sold that that uh, like she'd never sold anything else before. Um, triple threat match: Money in the Bank qualifier Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe versus Big Cass. People were excited 
for some Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Do you think people on Twitter this match um, pissed a lot of people off? What just the fact that it didn't happen in the way people wanted it to? Yeah, yeah, I can I can understand that. A lot of people were waiting for Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe, but I just think you're going to have to wait. You can I, wait, like you can afford to wait. I think that. Um, the alternative was worse mm. in that yeah we would have had them two in a singles match and then Cass interrupts it and that would piss people off more yeah um, but that, do you not think that would do good for Cass's heel heat well I think he's got enough anyway just because of the fact that he is against Brian and no one wants to see him mm. <laughs> <laughs> like when he would like come out this week to interrupt the segment People are like, oh, fuck, not this guy. But <laughs> yeah. that's kind of, I guess, what you would want. That's what you want, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think this, having him in the match, um, was better than the alternative of having him interrupt a match that everyone wanted to see and then not having a definitive ending. Yeah, I mean, there's two ways they could have gone about it. You're right. that They could have gone the way they did with AJ versus Daniel Bryan, with Shinsuke interrupted, whereby it's a dream match. People wanted to see it. We got a bit of it. And you really scratched the surface and then it stopped because someone interfered. They could have gone down that route or going this route. What it still does is it makes Joe look really strong because he beat Daniel Bryan. But there is... Well, I mean, he didn't really beat Big Cats, but yeah, I guess he won the match. But it also... um, It doesn't damage Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan was about to win and he was taken advantage of by some other Joe, you know? So how do you... How do you have that work both ways when it's just a singles match? So I think this was a good decision. Exactly. Um, I just, yeah, I know a lot of people wanted to see Brian versus Joe, but I'm sure we'll see that at some point. And it will be a proper singles match and they'll have they'll go to the full distance and it'll be a really great match. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, but yeah, the uh, Samoan submission machine um, choked out Daniel Bryan to book himself... <laughs> Book himself a place in the money in the bank. Ladder match. Whatever happens to the oh, I'm going up three times. Yeah, I think I, I, I read something about this a little while ago about how apparently they um, they kind of decided that that just didn't seem real. Like, yeah. you, you, you see, oh my god, one one thing that they picked up on. Like you see it in the UFC fights, they kind of they'll just do it once and if it drops then they're, they're done. Yeah, they're not um, going to be unconscious and then suddenly regain consciousness that quickly are yeah. they? Um, and like realistically, playing. it's the longer you're, the longer you're letting someone stay in a hold where they're cutting off oxygen to the yeah, brain, exactly. then it's going to do damage. So yeah, yeah. They, I think they they picked up and decided that it was just a bit too kind of hokey. Yes, oh, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Nineteen times out of twenty, people are getting out of it. Yeah. So I think you've just used a bit too much. You just get used on your average sleeper hold. Yeah. Um, rather than someone's finisher so and my dad used to do it to me on Christmas Eve to make sure I was asleep <laughs> <laughs> oh wow on that did you ever miraculously recover before three <laughs> I did a couple of times I did a couple of Hulk Hogan's on him yeah, you, were, you were 27 by the time that so <laughs> I think I was 30 <laughs> um, right I think we sort of zipped right through SmackDown Live, but I think we covered the basics and everything else in between. Is there anything else? Paige versus, um, not Paige versus, Charlotte versus Becky was set up for next week as well. 
that should mm-hmm. be quite good. I'm assuming we'll see um, Andrade Cien Almas versus Sin Cara for some reason because they're both Mexican. Um, because they yeah, they were both. good friends back in the day. Well, they weren't apparently because he's no longer allowed to touch him apparently. No, they were in the day, but not anymore. Well, no, they... I don't know. It's just because they're both Mexican, isn't it? Mainly. Yes. But that's how they know each other. <laughs> because they were in the same promotion. Were they? In CMNLL, or whatever it's called. Were they CMLL. definitely both in that? Yeah, they were. But Sin Cara they, was they a different were like, person. They were like Are they long... still having us believe that Sin Cara is the same Sin Cara that debuted? No, him and, <laughs> him and Unico were like long-term rivals, apparently. Oh, right. That broke his finger. Not that one. Not the the shitty one, Mr. Go. Mr. Go. Um, From Mr. Go to Mr. Go. I think it's time for us to go, Aiden. That was poor. That was terrible, I know. But, you know, I had to get that one in there somewhere. Um, So, in an effort to uh, reduce our recording times and reduce your burden on editing, we're keeping this one under an hour and a half. Yeah, that's pretty good. We're currently at 1.17. Wow, I've got loads of time to just babble. Much appreciated. So what, wow. do to, what do we want to talk about for the next 13 minutes? Uh, see if Matt can remember his Twitter. Let's <laughs> <laughs> at the sound of Bear and Bumby. Bosh, fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, well, let's uh, Aiden, go for yours. See if you can remember yours. Aiden Bunker. Oh, that was so difficult. Uh, I'm at AliBunker88, by the way, on Twitter. You can find me. You can find us at the underscore PWP on Twitter. You can find us uh, at the underscore PWP on Instagram. Uh, and on YouTube, you can find us by searching for the People's yes. Wrestling Podcast in our new YouTube channel. So episode 32 is up there. Episode 33, this one, will be going up there as well when it's done. Um, Are we yeah. going to video one, one day? Do you have a good camera? We all have phones, they're good enough. Are they? Yeah. They pick up the sound very well. Oh, we'd have to sort of I've, got, I've got an iPhone 10 it's got HD recording. Well, show off. Ooh, you're <laughs> on. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we will film one. We'll film us. Maybe we'll film our special film 50th. reactions or something. Yeah, reactions are tough though, aren't they? Because they'll be on a Monday. Monday is a work day. No, I meant like if we were to watch a picture. Yeah, I can't get the Monday off after uh, SummerSlam. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) What, you lost me? Aiden sneezed and farted at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Good going. Oh, God. It's just all I'm thinking of is him having to edit that out. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get picked up. Hopefully not. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I'm just saying, can't get a Monday off after summertime. Yeah, so reactions will be quite difficult. Um, but we'll, maybe we'll film our special 50th episode if we ever get that far. We'll be on that 33. Yeah, we're almost... Um... Next week's episode will be level with the amount of WrestleManias. <laughs> Good fact. Good fact. Um, We've now surpassed the amount of uh, years that you've been alive. That's true. Uh, we're almost at match, right? We're at the same. Same. I'm 32. It's 32. 
Oh, so we're, yeah, this this is surpassing you as well. So yeah, we're doing all right. Well, we must Cons- be being consistent you. now. That was always our problem. Yeah, consistency is key. That's what they say. Yeah, um, I'm gonna miss but... one in a couple of weeks. What? <laughs> what? Actually, I might have to miss one. In fact, I will miss one in a couple of weeks because I will be in Slovenia. <laughs> so, uh, Aiden, on your own. <laughs> yeah, I've you literally can... been here for every single episode. Well, you haven't got anything better to do, obviously. You haven't got just, a life, I, I make sure that I don't plan things on a Wednesday. <laughs> well, I can't not plan a holiday, do you know what I mean? You're going to Cornwall again, Matt? Yes. For what as much? Um, they don't have any internet down there, do they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe in a couple of weeks we might um, have to, I don't know, play an old episode or something. <laughs> well, it's, it's four weeks, I think, today. <clears throat> oh, okay. So I'll be, I'll be here at that point. Right. Although at some point in July I'm away as well. I'm just always away. I'm going to Australia for three weeks in January, so I'll be off then. I'm just oh, going to, well. for no real reason, just take a, a Wednesday off. And just leave it up to you two. Can't do that. Yeah, you, you can. Put your annual leave request in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. That's uh, so we've almost taken it to the hour and a half now. <laughs> um, so on that note, thank you for joining us for our thirty third episode. As we say, it go up on YouTube as well as on SoundCloud and on iTunes. So stay tuned to our Twitter account. Um, stay switched on to that for news on when that will come out. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this week. I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you next week.